Section 13 of Birds, Volume 1, Number 6, June 1897, recorded for LibriVox.org. Birds and Farmers, from the Forest and Stream. The advocates of protection for our small birds present two sets of reasons for preventing their killing. The one sentimental and the other economic. The sentimental reasons are the ones most often urged. They are also of a kind to appeal with especial force to those whose responsibilities for the destruction of the birds is greatest. The women and girls, for whose adornment birds' plumage is chiefly used, think little and know less about the services which birds perform for agriculture. And indeed it may be doubted whether the sight of a bunch of feathers or a stuffed bird's skin suggests to them any thought of the life that those feathers once represented. But when the wearers are reminded that there was such a life, that it was cheery and beautiful, and that it was cut short merely that their apparel might be adorned, they are quick to recognize that bird destruction involves a wrong, and are ready to do their part toward ending it by refusing to wear plumage. The small boy who pursues little birds from the standpoint of the hunter in quest of his game feels only the ardor of pursuit. His whole mind is concentrated on that, and the hunter's selfishness, the desire of possession, fills his heart. Ignorance and thoughtlessness destroy the birds. Everyone knows in a general way that birds render most valuable service to the farmer, but although these services have long been recognized in the laws standing on the statute books of the various states, it is only within a few years that any systematic investigations have been undertaken to determine just what such services are, to measure them with some approach to accuracy, to weigh in the case of each species the good and the evil done, and so to strike a balance in favor of the bird or against it. The inquiries carried on by the agricultural department on a large scale and those made by various local experiment stations and by individual observers have given results which are very striking and which can no longer be ignored. It is a difficult matter for anyone to balance the good things that he reads and believes about any animal against the bad things that he actually sees. The man who witnesses the death of his cherries by robin or catbird, or the killing of a quail by a marsh hawk, feels that here he has ocular proof of harm done by the birds. While as to the insects or the field mice destroyed, the crop saved, he has only the testimony of some unknown and distant witness. It is only natural that the observer should trust the evidence of his senses, and yet his eyes tell him only a small part of the truth, and that small part a misleading one. It is certain that without the services of these feathered laborers, whose work is unseen, though it lasts from daylight till dark through every day in the year, Agriculture in this country would come to an immediate standstill, and if in the brief season of fruit each one of these workers levies on the farmer the tribute of a few berries, the price is surely a small one to pay for the great good done. Superficial persons imagine that the birds are here only during the summer, but this is a great mistake. It is true that in warm weather, when insect life is most abundant, birds are also most abundant. They wage an effective and unceasing war against the adult insects and their larvae, 
and check their active depredations. But in winter, the birds carry on a campaign which is hardly less important in its results. End of section 13. This recording is in the public domain.